This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by Try Best, Making Healthy Living Easy, and our new book, Juice Guru, Transform Your Life, Adding One Juice a Day. Get that and get yourself our $97 juicing app completely free. Check it out at juicegurubook.com. And also, you'll get a chance to win our Try Best Lifestyle Package. So find out all about it at juicegurubook.com. To Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Hello, welcome back to another edition of Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve. We've got a great show ahead. Our special guest, John Pierre. He's a trainer to the stars. He can tell us what we need to do to start getting in shape. Summer's coming, depending where in the world you are, or if you're on the other side, then it's winter, and maybe we want to start getting in shape, getting our bodies moving. He's going to give us the motivation we need. We'll be back with John Pierre right after this. Here's another Juice Guru approved product. Hey there, Juice Guru tribe. Here at Juice Guru, we've tried a lot of juicers, but the one we've chosen as our absolute favorite for the last three years in a row has been the TriBest Slow Star. The TriBest Slow Star is a vertical juicer that won't take up much room on your countertop. It operates at a very slow speed of just 47 RPMs, which means your juice won't lose the freshness, quality, and enzymes due to friction and heat. Order your own TriBest Slow Star at the Juice Guru Tribe Discount by visiting our website at juiceguru.com. TriBest Slow Star makes healthy living easy. Get one today. Juice Guru Radio. Well, hello and welcome back. Welcome back to Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve Prusak. We're so excited. On today's show, we've got John Pierre, JP. He's a renowned nutrition and fitness expert, really trainer to the stars, author of two books, his newest, Strong Savvy Save, and his first book, The Pillars of Health. He's right here on Juice Guru Radio. He actually works with Hollywood celebrities, rock stars, Fortune 500 executives, and everyday people like you. He's going to work with all of us to get us ready and pumped. Summer's coming. JP, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, this is great. Um, you know, we've got listeners all over the world, and maybe it's not summer, but here it's it's getting closer to summer. Some of us are thinking, all right, I really want to up my exercise routine. I really want to look good this summer. What what are some of the uh, tips that you're sharing with celebrities and rock stars? Well, I think one of the most important components to look at is that how much are we sitting throughout the day? Unfortunately, sitting is, is really the new smoking, and most of our day is spent in this compromised position. And what we need to do is we need to realize that if you go to a gym, let's say an hour a day, that hour a day of so-called exercise, unfortunately a lot of it is sitting anyhow on exercise bicycles or sitting on machines, that hour a day will not counteract 20, you know, three hours of sedentary living, lying in a bed or sitting in a chair. So it's not so much, you know, what type of exercise do we need to do at a gym, it's how much can we move throughout the day. So are you using a standing desk? That's one of the most important things we can do is get out of that seat at that compromised position and get at a standing desk. And you don't need to buy one. You can actually just build one, or you can just put a couple boxes on your existing desk and put your computer on there. And even if you were to stand just for a couple hours a day, that alone would help you get out of that compromised sitting position. So that's one of the things that we can look at is how much are we actually you know, sitting throughout the day. Um, if you are going to sit and you can't be at a standing desk or can't stand, can you do movement breaks? So could you get in and out of your chair, say, 10 times every hour? So kind of just 
get out of your chair, reach to the sky, and come back down, and then repeat that. So it would be kind of like a, a squat and a reach 10 times every hour. And if you, you work for seven, you know, let's say you work for seven hours, that's a lot of squats you're getting, you know, the 70 squats you're getting in that you normally wouldn't sneak in. So the idea is really to look at your day and sneak in movements as much as you can. So, like, during those breaks, is it – you do a few repetitions or do you – you know, what, what do you do when you take that break? And I love that you said that about the standing desk as I'm standing here interviewing you. This is probably the best thing I ever I ever bought. I got it about three months ago, and, and thankfully I'm not sitting all day, which was really the routine for a lot of us. Sure, absolutely. What, well, what we're trying to do is get out of that compromised sitting position. So we want to just stand up from our chair – sit down, stand up, sit down 10 times. And every, if you do that at least every half hour or every hour, that helps counter some of that. But it's better if you could be in a standing desk, even if it's just part of the day. And if you couldn't do that, if you could get a big exercise ball to sit on, that's helpful too since the ball moves and it's an unstable surface. It stimulates your nervous system, which is put to sleep when you're sitting in a chair. You get what's called sensory motor amnesia. Your body actually forgets how to move after a while and everything tightens up in that chair. So getting an exercise ball to sit on will help you because your nervous system is on when you're on that ball because it's afraid you're going to fall. So it's actually firing all the time. Plus, you can move your hips left and right, forward and back, and that helps with some of the congestion. Um, the other thing you can do is just get yourself a pedometer. You, know, you can get a cheap pedometer for 10 or $15, or you can get a Fitbit or the expensive ones, and basically just monitor how much are you actually moving throughout the day. We like to see, just, it's just an arbitrary number, but we like to see people get about eight to 10,000 steps per day. And there's a lot of people, once they get them on a pedometer, they see they're only moving 2,000 steps a day. So a pedometer keeps you honest and allows you to track how much you're actually moving throughout the day. So that, that would be helpful, too. That's a great idea. You know, it, it's, it, is this a societal thing? I mean, I think now more than ever we're sitting all day is it the computer age or whatever it is but isn't it doesn't it seem like we're sitting more than ever now oh sure well it's something that we just accept as natural because if enough desks and chairs are there we just assume you know as kids you know grow they just assume that this is what we do but if you go and look at other countries you go look in indonesia and these folks are basically they don't have furniture most of them and they're squatting all day long so they eat in that posture, they play games in that posture, they go to the restroom in that posture. They're always in that squatted position. And if you can imagine how many times a day, maybe hundreds of times a day, are they getting up and down from that posture? And when you look at these cultures, a good majority of them also follow more of a plant-based diet. But a lot of times they don't have any aches and pains. They don't have arthritis. And it's not because they're Asian. It's because they live a healthy lifestyle. So just because somebody creates furniture doesn't mean we need to use that furniture. As a matter of fact, more and more schools are now starting to have actually standing desks for kids, and they're finding that it helps keep their attention uh, span. They don't fall asleep, and they enjoy it. And years ago when they used to tell kids not to fidget, that's one of the worst things that you could say. Fidgeting is wonderful. I mean, it's actually, there's something called the fidget factor, which is something we call NEAT, N-E-A-T, or non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which just means that it's, a, it's um, the way we look at how much movement you get throughout the day that isn't really exercise. And that's the majority of the calories you're going to be burning is the movements you sneak in throughout the day. So that fidget factor is actually really healthy for you. Wow, I love that. And it's interesting because I've got a stepson. He's going into fourth – well, he's going into fifth grade next year. But And 
it's funny. I mean, a lot of the teachers are still old school. When he stands up, it's like, sit down. If he's fidgeting, it's like, put that away. And, you know, we battle that. Sure. Well, I mean, it's just, just like the schools with the diet. You know, they're still, you know, obviously encouraging animal products and bacon and eggs and toast and butter for and milk for breakfast. So they're be way behind in the times. And obviously they're trained in their specific field, but they're not trained in physiology and anatomy, kinesiology or nutrition. So they really don't have any business you know, really making recommendations on that because sitting, I've been talking about the dangers of sitting for, for 20 years. So with all my clients, I want them to have a standing desk or create a standing desk. I want them to have a pedometer. I want them moving throughout the day. Get a couple sets of exercise bands or weights and keep them throughout your house. So when you go into a different room, you can sneak some movement in and you'd be surprised how many how much movement you can get in throughout the day without, you know, technically going to a gym or exercising. Wow, that's interesting. Well, what about going to the gym and exercising, cardiovascular, weight training, those kinds of things? How much should we be doing it? Um, that you know, and, and also, is there, you know, if we're doing cardio, we're trying to get our heart into a certain range depending on our age and all that. Is that something we need to pay attention to? Well, it really depends on what your goals are and what your lifestyle is. In other words, if you're a mail carrier and you're, you're carrying mail all day long, and you only have an hour to so-called work out, I wouldn't put you on a, on a cardiovascular machine because you're walking all day. Yeah. So I'd have you do more flexibility training. But, yeah, it's important to try to get in for your heart, you know, at least 12 to 15 minutes of continuous movement, and that's so good for your lymphatic system, which is your, which is your immune system. So as long as you're getting in 12 to 15 minutes. Now, if you want to have superior athletic performance, then obviously if you're in a, a runner or a rower, of course you need more. But for your health, you know, we just need to get some cardio in. But most people, as they age, once they get past 35, they really should be concentrating on tiny things like balance and coordination training, making sure they're doing mobility training, some foam rolling, some tissue work. And then, of course, we still always need to work on strength training because people, as they age, they get that sarcopenia where they're actually losing muscle mass, and and that's part of your metabolism. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. And also, if you ever take a fall, if you don't have good musculature strength in your legs, you won't be able to catch yourself and you'll fall down and possibly break a bone. So all the components, it's kind of like, you know, we just don't juice and that's all we do. We have other components to our diet and other foods we eat in our diet. So there's many components to fitness. There's not just one. Very interesting. So what do you recommend, um, you know, for our listeners or is there any books or any routines that we can look at for these kinds of training? It's, it's, you don't see the fitness trainers in the typical gym talking about these things? Well, I work with a chef in Los Angeles, Chef AJ, and we have a program. Uh, it's called the 30-Day Unprocessed. It's a DVD. And what it is, the Chef A gives you a new plant-based meal every day. Then we talk about one health topic, and then I show you one physical exercise to do every day for 30 days. So that's a really good DVD because I actually physically show you the exercises that you can sneak in throughout the day. Mm. And that's at... Um, that her, her website is eatunprocessed.com, and you can find it there. But there's, there's, many, there's many books. I mean, there's not one in particular, but there's lots of different books and videos and a lot of YouTube things you can watch. Um, and it helps, you know, I teach classes around the, the world, actually, on fitness. And it's, it's, the thing you have to understand about it is it's kind of like diet. We could give you a cookie-cutter approach, but there isn't one size fits all. Because if you come to me, Steve, and you have a particular, let's say, for instance, 
um, you know, physical issue, like you might have, let's say, you have a back pain or you've repeatedly sprained your ankle, your program is going to be different than somebody who's, you know, a 250-pound bodybuilder, you know, or somebody who's a 80, an 80-year-old, you know, person living in a nursing home. So each, each fitness program, just like each person's nutritional supplements or dietary program, should be individualized. It's kind of like juicing. You know, there's lots of different juices. If somebody has some macular degeneration, you know, we're going to focus more on lutein. And if they had prostate issues, we're going to focus more on lycopene. And, and if they had bone issues, we'd be getting different uh, substances like boron and calcium and vitamin K and protein. So it really should be individualized to be, you know, to be best. What about diet? I would think, you know, um, these days, if you look in the, uh, like, Muscle and Fitness magazine, well, it's been that way for years, where they recommend these really paleo diets and heavy meat or low-fat meats and things like that. What what are you recommending to your clients? And um, it's a little outside the, the norm, right? Well, I've been following a plant-based diet for 30 years. So, of course, I encourage people to adopt as close as they can and as much as they can plant-based diet. Um, you know, everyone is at their own pace and has to go at their own level, but the more fresh fruits and vegetables that you can get in, the better. And if you can get in one, you know, fresh juice a day, preferably green juice versus fruit juice, that would be really helpful. Um, and the more we stay away from poisons and toxins, the better. And the biggest accumulator of poisons and toxins, obviously, is animal products. I mean, they're, they're bioaccumulators. If you look at fish, if you get a fish in the ocean that's got some mercury and heavy metal contamination, he gets eaten by a bigger fish, and then that fish gets eaten by a bigger fish. By the time you get that huge piece of fish you know, that, that you're eating, that's a massive amount of accumulation of toxins. And since there's no fiber in animal products, there's no way for that animal product and those toxins to be getting moved out of your system quickly. With, even if you ate a fruit or vegetable that had some pesticides in it, they're all loaded with fiber and pectins and different components that help chelate or grab onto those pesticides, and they escort them out the body. So it only makes sense that we're living in such a polluted world that we should be eating as close as we can to a plant-based diet and getting fresh juices in our diet on a weekly basis. Well, in your first book, The Pillars of Health, you talked about the principles for strong foundations for lasting lifelong well-being can you take this into that and, and talk about it about and talk about your new book too strong savvy and save which i know are available at your website at www.johnpierre.com that's john p-i-e-r-r-e.com we're gonna have a link to that under the show notes for today but can you take us into your books a little and, and some of the core concepts you're trying to communicate sure um you know the most important components uh, that I've taught in 30 years, I've tried to put it into my first book, The Pillars of Health. So, obviously, the first section deals with following a plant-based diet as close as we can. And then I talk about the importance of movement. So, I don't really talk about exercise, per se, but as I mentioned earlier, it's about living an active lifestyle, sitting on the floor as much as you can, going barefoot, walking outside barefoot if you can, grounding yourself to the earth, making sure you're getting adequate sunshine on a daily basis and getting enough sleep. I think sleep is one of the, the biggest challenges we find today. And even when people do sleep long periods of time, often it's not very restful sleep. So I do go into some strategies on that. But then I go into one of the most important sections of the book is what my specialty really is, is in geriatrics, enhancing cognitive functioning. So I talk about the challenges that we're facing today with all the cognitive decline we see in society. And in the 25-plus years I was in the geriatric field, I've never seen a scarier disease than really dementia, because once a senior starts losing their mental faculties, 
you know, the, the brain is the, the, the master computer, so everything else starts to deteriorate quickly. And unfortunately, it also affects the family. And caregivers have nervous breakdowns or strokes or heart attacks or they just basically, you know, end, end up deteriorating sometimes quicker than, unfortunately, the client. So I go through a big, uh, a lot of important information on that. And I talk about, about different brain games. You know, I'm the first person who really created geriatric programs based on a plant-based diet and using nutraceuticals for the brain. And then I also used uh, unusual therapies like aromatherapy. And then I did a lot of different fitness exercises using agility ladders and different juggling and ball exercises for, stim- for seniors to stimulate new neural pathways. So that is a big section in the book. And then the most important section is the last section, which deals about com- with compassion and love. And as much toxins as we have in the air and the water, we have far more toxins in our thoughts. You know, anger, hostility, jealousy, rage. I mean, those are toxins that are far more destructive to your body and in your psyche than anything else. And they're kind of like a virus, like a cold or a, I mean, it's like a cold or a flu that they pass on from person to person. So the more anger and hatred that you spew out, you just basically send it to other people, and then they end up getting in a bad mood or get offended, and they spew it out. So it just continually goes around the globe that way. And so we need to make sure that we live a life filled with love and compassion. We need to choose our words very carefully and make sure all our words are words based on love and and kindness. And we have to make sure that, you know, my motto has always been think good thoughts and do good deeds. So no matter how small the deed you do, it doesn't really matter because it's far better than not doing any good deed. And, you know, Mother Teresa said the smallest deed done is far greater than the largest intention. So we should be trying to do good things all day long for people and, and also for ourselves, just caring for ourselves and being kind to ourselves. And that means not hurting yourself with the media that you watch that's destructive or the foods that you put in your body that would hurt you. Awesome, John. It's such great work you're doing. What, what an honor to have you here. Uh, do you want to talk to us about what you have planned for the future? Sure. So I'm working um, livingwithharmony.org is um, my 501c3 charity, and that's the work that I do with abused women and animals. So I'm trying to open up an animal sanctuary and a retreat center, and then hopefully eventually have some housing for women that have been uh, rescued from like trafficking, sex trafficking. So I'm working on that, and all that information is, is livingwithharmony.org. And we're still doing some fundraising, and we're looking for property, but I already have a staff. And um, that 501c3 allows me to lecture for, for instance, next week I'll be doing a lecture for women on safety and empowerment. It allows me to do those lectures for free and also give out my books and things like that for free. Um, so it's a very important charity that, we, that I have. So um, that's pretty much what I've been working on and still traveling around the world lecturing and teaching at different conferences and so forth. And I'm actually doing the juicing and smoothie seminar uh, next week. Oh, where, where's that? That will be in Colorado. I'm doing that in Colorado, Fort Collins. Right, so your is your calendar up on your website too? Um, usually on livingwithharmony.org, we post what's happening. Okay, and we'll put that link up too. Well, that's livingwithharmony.org. We'll put the link on Juice Guru Radio under the show notes for today's show with JP, John Pierre. John, thank you so much for being here and all the incredible work you're doing through the years. What an inspiration. Well, thank you, and thank you for having uh, your show and your wonderful new book that just came out, too, Steve. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, thank you for helping to spread the word about that, and I look forward to connecting with you again. We'd love to have you back on the show. I know there's so many areas you can dive into. Maybe next time we'll do a show on geriatrics. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you, and I and send my love to all your 
your listeners. JP John Pierre, right here on Juice Crew Radio. I'm your host, Steve Prusak. If you didn't get a copy of our book, Juice Crew Transform Your Life by Adding One Juice a Day, you can still get it in our $97 juicing app completely free with your purchase at juicegurubook.com. Uh, find out why it's a five star rated release on Amazon. Get your copy at juicegurubook.com. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juicegururadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.